Hello, soul friends, and welcome back to the Soul Agent Podcast. I am so excited to share today's guest with you. She is a renowned psychic, intuitive, and energy healer. On top of her healing sessions, she also teaches a wide variety of classes, including Gene Keys, numerology, and Reiki energy healing. Marla Mitchell is a wealth of knowledge and wisdom. Her story is so inspiring, and she truly is helping people all over the world anchor in this new paradigm. So without further ado, let me introduce to you Marla Mitchell. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Soul Agent Podcast. I'm so excited to have my guest on today. Her name is Marla Mitchell. She is an incredible intuitive and healer. I've had the um, blessings of having some sessions and classes with her, and so I'm really excited to have her on today to share her wisdom with us. Marla, can you share um, a little bit about yourself with everybody? Hi, Kayla. Thanks for having me. Um... Yeah, I've been on this journey, gosh, I've been doing my work full-time for 22 years, but it started, you know, as a child. I had gifts. I was, um, I saw orbs at night in my room. Both my grandparents on my mother's side had gifts. My grandma was clairvoyant and clairknowing, claircognizant. My grandpa, her husband, witched wells, and he was well-known throughout the northeastern part of Kansas for taking a you know a switch off a tree and he could find water anywhere and tell you how deep the water was. Wow, so that's really he interesting. He was pretty amazing. Yeah, and he wouldn't take any money for it or anything. Um so yeah, I've I've had these gifts that came through my mom's side. And um l- let me back up a minute. I think everyone is born with psychic abilities. Um especially little kids you'll notice before the personality and the ego gets developed, they're so in the moment, they're so psychic, they're seeing things. And we all do that, but then at some point we lose it. And so I was like everyone else. I had these gifts as a child. And then mine stayed a little longer. When I was age 12, I had my first psychic medium experience. And I had a friend die in a plane crash. And I was very upset. It was a, it was a small plane crash. She and her father died and I couldn't, I was so distraught and I didn't know how to tell anyone. And so maybe a weekend, I was just like, I wonder if if she knew what it felt like when she died. I was just going through all the things you think about the suffering, the, if she burned, I mean, all the things you think about. Mm -hmm. And I was laying in bed and I was just going, Oh my God, Vicki, I hope, I hope you're okay. And she appeared above me, like looking down at me, oh, and I saw her face, God. and she was in this golden orb, and I just started crying. I'm emotional now because she talked to me, and she said, I'm okay. No I didn't way. feel a thing. I was asleep when the plane crashed. I didn't know. It was a thunderstorm, and she goes, I didn't feel anything, and that made me feel so good, and yes. I went, you know, the next morning, I'm going, what the hell was that? Yeah, <laughs> what just happened? Yeah, but I felt good. That's so incredible. I got real interested then from that in astrology, numerology, and ESP back then, the 70s. It was called extrasensory perception. Okay. And I did an English report in junior high. I did readings on all the teachers, and I had people come with me to write notes down how accurate I was. So it was a very factual paper I got an A plus yay um, (laughs) I was like 85 back then 85 almost 90 percent accurate on things I was reading Uh uh-huh but then you know life happened you graduate go to school and I just kind of put it away yeah but all throughout my 20s and 30s I was using it like a lot of us my intuition my empathic abilities and I was using it to find jobs Things right. would happen. I would go, oh, that's a coincidence. You know, right. I didn't, didn't think anything of it. Then in my late 30s, um, I was in a depression on antidepressants. I was in a job I didn't like. I was in a marriage I didn't like. 
I had teenagers that were driving me nuts. And at that time, organized religion wasn't helping me. Um, mm -hmm. It used to, but now not anymore. So I started meditating. Mm -hmm. No idea what to do. I just sat down and started, you know, doing it. And I yeah. did it. I said, well, if I'm going to get this depression healed and make some decisions about my life, I need to make it a ritual. Mm -hmm. So I did it. And every night at 7 p.m. when the kids were doing their homework, I sat down, I created a space like I teach my students, create a comforting space, light a candle, smudge, get some crystals. And I just started going with it. And probably within a few months, I heard my grandma and she started talking to me. And then I felt her and then I saw her and I went, holy crap, this <laughs> something's yes. happening. Yeah. I'm waking up. So yeah, it was within five years that I started this wow. business. Okay. I quit corporate. Yeah. Everyone thought I was nuts. There wasn't one supportive person in my family. Um, they just thought I got off the deep end. So sure. Sure. Including yeah. my kids. <laughs> right. Including my right. husband. I got divorced. Right. So um yeah, yeah, but I never looked back. And it was yeah. a struggle. I didn't have any clients. But right. 22 years later, here I am. And yeah. I'm so glad I did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, you know, when you're sharing your story about as a child and, you know, bringing it even into the classroom. I mean, I feel like that is so brave because even <laughs> as an adult and I start, you know, I mean, kind of the same way with you, like as a child, I know that I had gifts and things were coming in, but I was really afraid of it. I was really terrified of what I was going through. So I really suppressed it for a long time. And then, you know, you go through the depression and the trials and things, and then you're like, okay here I am, you know, and start meditating, start finding these different healing modalities. And all of a sudden it's like opening up the pathways. But I think I still even struggle with being able to share that so freely and openly. And I just really love how even at such a young age, you were like, yeah, here it is, you know, and what was that experience like, you know, bringing it into teachers and classmates and was everyone pretty open or did you get backlash there too? Um, I, my English teacher who gave me an A plus was impressed because he, you know, he saw the facts that the other students were following around listening. He goes, well, I don't know how you did that. And so, um, I think they humored me. I don't think. Right. Yeah, I think on some level, they thought maybe I was secretly having other people ask questions and getting in for, you know, how people, uh, you know, right. I'm not going to yeah. give you my name. I'm not going to tell you anything because I don't want you to look me up on the internet. Now, there wasn't right. an internet back then, but yeah, I don't think they all believed that I was really doing it. But yeah, I was, I was learning like, holy crap, I have a gift. Wow. But yeah, it, I, yeah. I wasn't afraid of it. I was just. Yeah, you were like, this is just who I am. <laughs> it was exciting. Um, yeah. Now, fast forward, when I quit work, uh, my corporate job and started doing this, I then, my then was more conditioned and more fearful yeah. because of my religious background. Yeah. And so I didn't use the word psychic. I yeah. used the word spiritual intuitive. Right. Yeah. I didn't change that for maybe nine years. And then I started really? using psychic because it became mm -hmm. more commonplace now people yeah. don't mind if you if you say you're psychic or right yeah or, yeah 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 so have you found even now you know maybe even the past five years do you feel like there's been kind of this explosion of more people really starting to embrace uh these natural it's, it's I had no idea how much it was gonna boom um, yeah. When I started this in 2001, I didn't know of any other Reiki persons that were doing it full time. You know, I, I yeah. learned from someone who had just learned it from someone else and he mm -hmm. taught me, but he wasn't doing it full time. And I was just trying to enhance my uh, psychic abilities by learning Reiki. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now it's like I am so busy with classes and workshops and everyone wants to learn it and everyone wants to come and and be more enlightened and yeah. it's because of all the crazy energy right now. But 
Yeah. 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 Well, and, you know, you and I had kind of discussed a little bit before we recorded that, you know, the energies right now really are intense. And I feel like I say that really often, but I think there is some validity to that, you know, and obviously the the feelings behind the energy changes and shifts and some have different themes. And what are you, what's coming up now for the collective? There is a major worldwide shift for human consciousness. Um, We've been so stuck down low in third dimension in all of the fear and aggression and um, uh, egoic, you know, I'm better than you and my God's better than your God and all this racism and sexism, everything Mm -hmm. is being turned over like you turn the soil over in the spring with the garden. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it has to be shown so the light can shine on it because it's mm-hmm. been buried. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's really coming up. And those people who are resisting it, they're the ones that you hear about that are aggressive and trying to push what you know, push through whether it's legislative laws changing, right. um, opinions, you know, um, mm-hmm. racism, all of it. Um, yeah. It's so intense. The solar flares are coming in. The planets are doing things that they haven't done in mm-hmm. hundreds of years. Wow. Um, we've had major alignments. We have Pluto now for the first time in like 250 years in the sign of Aquarius. The last time it was there was the, um, what's the, well, it's, it's, it was the uh, industrial age the mm-hmm. uh revolution um the i can't think of the word it, it was the late 1700s okay so, yeah yeah or 1800s 1800s but it's it's going to create all kinds of changes in the way we view our freedom ourselves how we look at each other yeah and it's changing us internally which yeah. makes us crazy because <laughs> our mind we wake up and we're dizzy yeah we right we feel really triggered um mm-hmm. people are setting other people off people are getting angry because of all the changes and they don't feel safe anymore yeah. and it's it's real important to stay grounded to have some practices some rituals to just mm-hmm. realize that your inner vibration is raising up to fourth and fifth dimension. Wow. Cool. Fourth dimension. um, And it's not really a place. It's an, it's an evolution of the spirit. It's a way of being. So fourth Mm -hmm. dimension is where you no longer um, want to do battle with other people. You start seeing everyone as the same. Uh, We're all here together on this little tiny planet in this huge universe with the same purpose to love one another to keep our family safe and to save the earth, help the earth. Okay. Yeah. Fifth yeah. dimension is where you actually start seeing and feeling and knowing everything is all one. Um, mm. There's a more universal purpose. There's a more understanding that time is not linear, that it's yeah. all at once. And so we're growing into those mindsets. But for us older people, I would say, people over 30 and beyond. Yeah. This is new to us because we were raised in the 1900s and we were taught all these things from the depression and the world wars and all of that. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's hard for us to change the anyone born since 2000, Mm -hmm. they were already born with this DNA, with this activation. And so yeah. It was hard for them to come into our environment, right? which is why there's so many kids on medication, little kids, because yeah. they had to have their, their um, vibration lowered to be mm. in our world. And now they're going, yay. And then we have yeah. to have ours raised. And so there's right. a lot of us out there who are even getting medicated. We're drinking, we're trying drugs. Right. I mean, right. We're doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Because we're being asked to adapt. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I love hearing you talk. It's almost a little bit of validation for me because there's been a lot of these different kind of just feelings, messages, downloads coming through lately. And, you know, one of them you touched on the safety and really I was feeling into this sense of like, we're not feeling safe in our own bodies. 
you know, we're not feeling, and I think, you know, you discussing how it's really important to ground ourselves and take that time to really almost like anchor into our body again. Mm-hmm. Um, Every day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. of that feeling, that restlessness of not really knowing what's going on. And then that feeling of the inner turmoil, you know, I feel like you start to see people who have kind of these inner conflicts, right? Maybe their heart is really desiring one thing, but they're so afraid of losing the external world that they're living in and the change that comes with following those heart's desires really creates um, that inner turmoil and that dynamic that is hard for people. It's scary. And, you know, people, um, I've got so many clients, 30 plus years of marriages are breaking up. Um, People are quitting their jobs. People are getting sick. People are moving to different countries. I mean, it's really pronounced because they're trying to find safety. They're trying to find a place where they can feel themselves, but they're what they need to remember, which I help clients is the old Mm -hmm. you is going away your past, your conditioning, all the stuff that's coming up that you're being triggered with, mm-hmm. it's coming up for a reason because you're you're turning over your soil, your inner turmoil that you've been you've been hiding personally is now yes. coming to the surface and you're getting to see it. Yeah. For the first time really see it and then say I don't think like this anymore. I don't want to behave this way anymore. I'm changing my perception of the world. And it's really unsettling until you land and it may be levels where you land and then you go, okay, well, Mm -hmm. six months later, okay, now I think this way. Oh, now I think this way. And so it's constant change. Yeah. Unsettling. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it does. It feels like you get to this one place and then all of a sudden something else needs to shift and something else needs to shift. And I don't know a whole lot about astrology, um, but when you mentioned the Pluto being in Aquarius, it almost felt to me like, like you said, like all our shadows are coming into the mirror and we're like, oh my gosh, like, what is all of this? You know, I don't operate that way anymore. I don't want to operate that way anymore. What do I do about it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pluto is, um, Pluto is the planet of death and destruction and rebirth. Um, I like it. Well, I was born with it right on my son. Really? In my sign of Virgo. So I've had that all my life. So I'm used to what Pluto does. And I've started over so many times. I've been married multiple times. I've had multiple jobs. I have started over so many times. Unlike the rest of my family, I'm the oddball. (laughs) Right. They're probably like, God, what's wrong with her? But I'm like, I can't stay this way because Pluto won't let me. Right. I change and then I shift. I change and I shift. And I'm not saying, you know, all the choices I made were good, but it makes sense now. And everyone else is going through it because for them, it's just now hitting them. Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm used to it. So I'm here to help you. It's okay. If you have to make a major life change and I'll help you through it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's so important right now, because like you said, so many people are going through it, but it's, it's so unsettling that they really don't know how to cope with it. They don't know how to navigate it. Right. And so you get to use your amazing tools to really help people. Experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. in, In a nutshell, what happens is we, our ego gets attached to anything that whether it's attached to thinking attached to all of our surroundings attached to a relationship attached to a job attached to a name a reputation mm-hmm. yeah and what's happening is it's all getting stripped away mm-hmm. it's all getting stripped away and people are being forced to let that go their identity yeah. and it's real hard because then they have nothing like you said they have mm-hmm. nothing to land on nothing right. to hold on to because who they thought they were is gone. Yeah. And they, yeah. they have to start over. Yeah. 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 Don't you feel though, this sense of feeling like people are really searching for this sense of freedom 
like they're, they're, they're done with kind of the restraints, you know, whether it's society or relationships, or I feel like I've heard this in conversations with friends and family of just, and not that they're even admitting it, but maybe it's just the pattern I'm picking up on from the conversations of just this sense of like wanting freedom. And, but sometimes getting to that sense of freedom is going through all that muck, right? Like going through all the mud and sifting through what no longer serves me to get there. And that's the hard part. It's it's untangling because over mm-hmm. our lifetime, we've created a web here, a web there, a dependency here, you know, um, and it's it's now like back, we have to, we go backwards. Our mm-hmm. past comes up, oh, I don't like that. So we untangle there. And then another past comes up, oh, we untangle that web. And we just keep going back and back and back until we finally get ourselves untangled. But it is, it's like getting free Mm -hmm. from your past conditioning. We are conditioned Mm -hmm. by our parents, nothing against Mm -hmm. our parents. I mean, they did the best they could, but our identity is based on the first love we ever knew was with them and how they taught us what love was. And then how our siblings and our teachers and our mentors And we have to undo all that and start thinking for ourselves. So the freedom comes from Mm -hmm. letting go of the ego attachment to what you think you're supposed to do. It's the mind. Mm -hmm. You're going to get out of that mind. Yeah, that's huge. It's hard. It is. It's really hard. I mean, you know, you can practice, you know, all of the tools and the meditations and, and really connect with your own higher self and, your spirituality a lot and you still struggle with the mind and the ego yeah Mm -hmm. but it's gonna get so the good news after all that doom and gloom the good news is (laughs) it's going to get better yeah because like i said in the beginning the collective we are all being asked choosing our own timeline to rise up to fourth and fifth so everyone will eventually get there it's just yeah. there's going to be some who come kicking and screaming yeah and they're going to cause a lot of drama mm-hmm. and those of us who are willing to shift become we can use the word awakened or enlightened sure um, those who are willing to shift will hold the light and if mm-hmm. these people over here want our help fine if not we are not dependent on them coming with us right. and we don't have to be sucked in to their drama, which is why you know, stay away from the news. Yeah. If you hear something scarier, you know, mm-hmm. not so pleasant. Don't go into the the conspiracy theories. Um, right. It, it's it's about finding your place of what you know to be true in your heart. But everyone yeah. will become yeah. enlightened. We will. Yeah. 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 And it feels like it's at a so. right, right. But don't you feel like it's even faster now? It feels like oh, yeah. everything's amplified. Yeah, the timeline is speeded up because mm-hmm. Earth is changing. Um, the solar flares coming at us. Um, mm-hmm. The sun, every 12 years, it changes polarities. So the north becomes the south. The south becomes the north. So the last time it did oh, it was 2012. Okay. Right? The Mayan calendar yep. and that yep. big shift. Yep. It's doing it again next year. Oh, so this okay. year, when it starts to shift polarities, it creates yeah. intense solar flares. As, wow. it's revving, as it's revving up to shift. Yeah. So that's why we're feeling all this stuff, the planets, everything. It's because the sun's getting ready to do another flip. It's pretty no cool. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you say that because the other day I was feeling almost a sense of like vertigo, mm-hmm. like, you know, just really feeling like, I, and what's coming up for me lately is also like my diet. Um, and I've been eating a lot more like processed foods and things that I know are just not healthy for my body. And I think my body's like, okay, we're going through this shift We're, you know, we're, we're, you know, it's almost like a transmutation a little bit. And it's like, we need to be eating healthier and kind of cleansing and getting rid of that gook, you know? Yeah. But the ego wants to go for the comfort food. It wants yes. to have the glass of wine at night. It wants to, you know, whether it's, it's- yeah any type of medicine plant medicine no it's, it's going for right. that but it's the key is your choice as to when do you feel okay this makes me feel worse right versus when do you want to start eating healthy um mm-hmm. get out in nature go for walks because those are the things going to help you feel better 
quicker yeah. Yeah. versus drawing it out with all the old habitual ways of doing it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I definitely found myself over this journey going through those waves, right? Where right. you kind of get, you let yourself get into that comfort zone, but then you realize, yeah, this just isn't really making me feel that good anymore, you know? Yeah. And then it's back to like really nurturing the body and taking care of it in a way that it needs and wants, you know, and massage and Reiki and, you know, all the the things Taking workshops yeah I yeah I have a lot of sensitivities because of my um just just who I am and mm -hmm. I went on a chocolate binge which was a no-no because I'm allergic to chocolate but I did it over oh, the holidays yep I blew up I you know my face was like oh my god and then I went why did I do that and I'm going well I felt a change coming yeah I needed yeah. something secure because uh, mm -hmm. I don't drink I don't smoke I don't do anything else but chocolate right yeah. So yeah, I'm off all that now and I'm back yeah. to, you know, just mm -hmm. eating healthy, walking and now the weather's nice. So yard work. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And those are so healthy and grounding. And don't you just feel, you know, one thing I love about this podcast is really teaching people tangible ways to connect with their soul and their higher self. Mm -hmm. And I feel like those are really tangible ways to just connect to nature, connect to your own soul is, you know, getting on the ground, you know, being in the dirt and barefoot in the grass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the wintertime, you know, I, I use, well, I use it all the time, but I like to sage. I'm using mm -hmm. crystals, my mm -hmm. tuning forks, my drum. I'm trying to find ways to help my vibration stay up here. So it doesn't mm -hmm. go down. If I do come across, whether it's bad news from a client telling me something more than news, mm -hmm. um, it's like, okay, I could go there, but I'm going to turn it off and I'm going to get outside or I'm going to smudge. Right. Yeah. 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 Those so are huge tools for me too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it has to be, what I found for me is if I go even a day without, whether it's a, whether it's a long meditation or a quick one, you know, a quick right. one would be right. 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or doing a ritual smudging or some kind of connecting. If I don't do that at mm -hmm. least once a day, the next day I am so triggered, overwhelmed, emotional. It's like, whoa, because the energy that's coming in is so intense. We have to find a way to stay balanced, to stay grounded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I mean, that's just been so huge for me. And I think you know, like we touched on before, I was starting to go for the foods, right? It was like yeah. the comfort foods because I could feel this sense of like not feeling safe in my body, not feeling mm -hmm. safe with the changes that are coming. And instead of, you know, but then I, I did, I noticed myself really going, mm, that just didn't make me feel comfortable. You know, I feel horrible after it was this. Temporary. Like, yeah. yeah, it was so temporary. And like, I mean, literally immediately after you just feel that, like you said, that bloated, just, ugh. and, and it's getting back to, you know, the sage and the crystals and the meditations and, you know, having four young kids, um, my meditation practices, you know, it, it, yeah, it, it's all over the place, you know, I mean, I've had a pretty good routine of, you know, get the kids down. And then I, you know, kind of create my, I have my little space and light my candles, smudge. And at least if I, like you said, at least if I can get 10 minutes in, you know, that is helping me ground and connect to my higher self and, you know, my guides and staying in that frequency before I let everything else, you know, just take over. Right. There, yeah. There's um, a positive. I mean, there's, it's all positive coming out of this, but there's something that may help people also understand that they are shifting is people are getting more and more signs, validation that they're shifting, whether it's, they think something and then an hour later it happens. They right. see sequential numbers, which I have been seeing five, 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 so oh intense. Yes. 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 It used to be one, one, one. And the yeah. last two days, um, it's five, five, five. And I woke up yes. at five, five, five today. And oh my God. My computer yes. yesterday and a thing about sacred number five, 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 which I didn't even type in and it popped up five, five, five. And I went, what? No way. But, um, so you're getting signs. You're seeing yes. uh, validation right and left that you're 
becoming more receptive to spirit. You're becoming more mm -hmm. open. And so that is an encouragement to keep on the healthy track, to keep doing the daily practice because more and more your intuition will become so accurate that when you have to make those tough decisions, you'll mm -hmm. trust it. You, you won't go with the mind that says, oh, this is bad. Right. Oh, this is scary. Um, you'll go with your heart, which is where your soul is. Mm -hmm. And you'll trust it because you'll know that you'll get validation pretty quickly to help you. Yeah. I just love, cause I get validation every day on something. Yeah. Yeah. No, cool. I think that's incredible. And again, it's, it's, it's tangible, right? Like right. I, I, there's so many times where I've been like struggling with a decision and I'm like, okay, spirit, can you, you know, show me a sign? And I ask for a specific sign, you know, it might be a number, it might be a feather, it might be, you know, a coin, whatever it is. And whatever just feel, you know, comes up and feels called to ask for. And, you know, in the beginning, it would happen so instantaneously that I, I would doubt it. Yeah, I would be sure. like, I'd be like, well, can you show me another one? I, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you I know, know. I know. It because it was, it, I mean, it just, it was like so miraculous that I was like, I have this co-creation relationship with spirit and it's like, is this really happening? You know? And so I would doubt it. And I'd be like, well, can you show me another one and another one? And it's like, no, Kayla, like take it and run with it. Yeah. Don't try to let your mind make logical out and make, make it logical. It's like, just accept yeah. it because the signs are going to be simple and they mm -hmm. will come quick. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes it's an after, you know, a day later, you're going, mm -hmm. oh, that was why that happened. And you understand why this delay had to happen because then this wonderful thing came in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like our yeah. podcast. I had scheduled today right. off. I yeah. don't know why. I scheduled off months ago and I thought, why are really? you taking a Monday off? I don't like Mondays. But I just went, oh, yeah. I want May 1st off. I don't know. Yeah. And then you said, <laughs> the podcast. And I went, well, yeah, because mornings and late afternoons right. are really, really busy. Um, yeah. Yeah. You scheduled yeah. it this morning. Oh, great. So. Yeah. You're like, it's just exactly. I mean, it's just so funny how, I mean, it's not funny, but it, it's funny and beautiful at the same time, right? Yeah. How, how it all really does flow the way it's supposed to flow. It works out. Yeah. I had a um, yeah. another cool thing. I did the same thing last fall. I, I scheduled off a Wednesday and I didn't have anything planned, mm -hmm. but long story short, I had this client who'd been waiting for a liver transplant. And wow. We knew in August that he was going to need it. So long story short, when he finally mm -hmm. got the date of his liver transplant, it was like two weeks notice. Mm -hmm. It was the day I had that Wednesday off. No way. And my skin just prickled. And I went, oh my God, I'm off that day. I can help you yeah. by doing distance Reiki yes. and tuning in to all of that during surgery. And I was like, gosh, spirit's amazing. It's like, <laughs> it just- That's phenomenal. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. Well, I would love to get your um, your take on the 555 because I have also been seeing 555 everywhere. And even I was working out this morning and it was like the timer was like, I was like doing a video workout and on like the timer, it was like 555. And yeah. then we, I was taking the kids to drop them off at school and there was a license plate and it was 555. Five. And it's like, okay. And then you mentioning it, it's like, clearly there's a message here the for our listeners for and the collective for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I said, normally it's 111 for me. And that's, a, that's mm -hmm. a sign from my mom because she knew I liked that number, but um, mm -hmm. 555 starts showing up. And so First of all, I'm in a five personal year with numerology okay. and a five personal year is a year of be flexible, go spont you know, go with spontaneity, go with the mm -hmm. flow. Uh, if you have a plan, you know, what's going to change. Don't get upset. Just be all right with that. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been, yeah, from the first of the year, I've had everything, every plan I ever made blow up. And then I'm going, well, got me a reason. Instead of trying to control her or get upset, I go, okay. Oh. People are going to be late. People are going to reschedule. So five, 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 the intensity of the five is magnified three times. And it's about spontaneity, flexibility, but it's also mm -hmm. about change. 
And so if you're seeing 555, it means you're in a major transition and that there will be changes in your life and they will be for the better, but you have to be able to let go of those things that you're holding on to yeah. without, if you can, without getting upset, without controlling, because right. knowing it will be replaced with something better for your highest good. So yes. I see that and go, what else is there to change? I've already right. been turned inside. <laughs> but then it's like, careful what you ask for. <laughs> I know, seriously. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, okay, uh-huh. I'm open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want me to change something in my business, if you want you know, if you want me to move, I don't want to move. I like it here, but right. if you want me to move, I'm okay. Um, yeah. Whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 That's really fascinating. And I've heard that too. Um, that sense of five, five, five is really about change growth. You know, there's transitions coming, you know, and I think like you said, and it's harder, I think to do, but really to just try to go with the flow and yeah. let it happen. It's- we're being protected through this change and there's major change still coming. Although I, well, I don't want you, but I've had a lot of major change already. Um, yes. But it's just like, you've done this before. Be mm-hmm. okay with it mm-hmm. and don't resist. Yeah. 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 That's a huge, cool. do you have any um, tools that you like to use when you feel resistance coming up um, or how you help clients move through that resistance? Um, well, with clients, you know, as you've been on my table, um, people come for a Reiki session Mm -hmm. and, um, of course I smudge and put on crystals and I use different things like drums, tuning forks, sometimes Mm -hmm. tarot cards, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's more about, you know, people will come when they're in the midst of change or loss or grief or wanting comfort. And Mm -hmm. what I like to help them with is to remind them that, what's going on for them so i can get the word it's like mm-hmm. l- help them let go of their attachment to what they're holding on to um mm-hmm. the technique mm-hmm. would be again using energy work talking yep. to them yeah i can a gift i have is as soon as i get around or near someone i feel all their emotions mm-hmm. i feel it it's like anger in your heart fear right. in your knees something going on here tied to your mother and your abdomen. Um, Mm -hmm. So then just by talking it through and saying, what are you holding on to regarding your dad? And then Mm -hmm. they share and then it gets released because if I feel it, Mm -hmm. then they're ready to heal it. And so talk therapy, coaching, if you want to call it that energy work for myself, um, it's nature it's meditation. Lately, mm-hmm. I have found meditating for me now is easier early in the morning, like four thirty mm-hmm. or five. Yeah. Now today mm-hmm. I couldn't get up. I got up at five five five. But yesterday mm-hmm. I was up at four thirty meditating, mm-hmm. um, and it's almost like how would I describe it? When I get up that early, and I it's it's like the world at least the environment around me isn't up yet. And so everything's quiet. The house Mm -hmm. is quiet. Um, Mm -hmm. And I can tune in easier. Yeah. And it's more profound. So if someone here says they have trouble meditating, get up. I know it's hard. Get up early before five or at five and tune in when everything is still quiet Mm -hmm. before traffic picks up and you hear the neighbors doing stuff. It just, it's just way more easy uh, to, to tune in to spirit yeah. that way. Yeah. So that's a suggestion that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I smudge a lot. I, I listen yeah. to different podcasts. Yeah. I listen to, I do Gaia TV streaming. Yeah. yeah. I'm listening to Greg Braden, Bruce Lipton, Joe Dispenza meditations, mm. Eckhart Tolle. I love him lately. I've been tuning into him. Yeah. Those all help keep me sane. Yeah. 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 I love that. And just, I think so many of us, it's easy to really resist, you know, the change that is coming, that's happening and, you know, being able to tune into those different modalities to help clear it. And 
I love how you talked about like tuning into people's bodies and their emotions. And don't you feel like we really do hold a lot of those stuck, you know, emotions and patterns in our body? Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's what the ego does to feel safe and strong it because it's natural for us to want to retain a wound, a hurt, a betrayal, because mm-hmm. the ego then brings it back up mentally and it makes it feel strong. This person hurt me. That yeah. person said this. And all mm-hmm. those things build the ego. So what the ego's doing now is because we're being asked to release all those hurts. Right. Yeah. It's resisting and getting mad because then when we become awakened, the ego falls into the background. And it's not mm-hmm. as strong. And in some people, it's not even there anymore. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so the ego's hanging on desperately because it knows that we're working to train the mind, condition, condition the mind in a different way. So yeah, wow, that's interesting. we retain yeah. all of our conditioning, all of our pain, all of our sufferings mm-hmm. until we no longer choose to. So that's, mm-hmm. that's part of being here on earth. We come here. So the world's not here to make us happy. Right. The world is here to make us conscious. And the way it does that is it brings us challenges. Mm. Now, challenges will happen even if you're enlightened. You're going to have right. challenges your whole life. But the ego makes them problems and right. because it thinks and mulls it over. And then mm-hmm. it turns into pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. And so at some point when the ego when we train the ego, work with the ego to quit resisting what's happening in the moment, we become okay with the present. Then there will be no more problems, no more Mm -hmm. pain and suffering. And we'll just be a five. We'll go with the flow. Something Mm -hmm. will happen. We'll go, yeah, I don't like that, but okay. Yeah. And the ego is going to go, whoa, what the heck? heck?" Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? (laughs) It it won't kick back at us when we, we become more awake. Yeah. So we just have to remember that every problem, which is why I tell my clients, every problem, mm-hmm. every challenge, every obstacle mm-hmm. is supposed to happen to help you wake up. Mm-hmm. And when you wake up, mm-hmm. you'll know it because you will no longer make mountains out of molehills. You'll just go with mm-hmm. the flow and, and you won't have any more pain and suffering. You won't need it Wow. because yeah. you'll be living in the moment. You'll be living this way yeah. and not mm-hmm. this way. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah, it's incredible. We're getting there. We're getting there, right? (laughs) Well, and I feel like the more I tune into my body and, you know, my soul and really start to consciously create that connection, I am learning more and more about myself, right? And like, for instance, lately I've had this upper back pain and it's Mm -hmm. like, I can tell this is, it's telling me something. You know, there's something that needs to be released that I am holding on to. And it's like, okay, now it's time to really tune into that and feel into that resistance. You know, is it, you know, emotions? Is it, you know, old patterns that needs to come up and be released? But it's, you know, the more you really tune into that, the more you can, you, you know, our bodies are so smart, you know, they tell us exactly what's going on and the cool thing too is you don't even have to know what it is about like you don't have to yeah. know the history but you know our mind wants to know of oh, course right to mom or dad but you right. don't even have to know it you can just say like my knee was hurting yesterday morning mm-hmm. and my first thought is what did I do why is my knee hurting this pisses me off I went yeah. for a walk and then I sat there and I did a did a Joe Dispenza meditation and I just uh-huh. went okay knee if you want to hurt fine but I don't need you to hurt anymore to remind me that I have to let go of something, whatever it is. I just said, if you want to hurt, fine, but I don't need you to remind me, but if you want to, okay, I accept it. And this morning it's fine. It hurt all day Uh, yesterday, Yeah, but this morning, um, I was like, my knee doesn't hurt. Oh, that's fine. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I'm going to have to go try that. (laughs) Just accept the pain. It's like, yeah. okay, you're here today. Fine. Sure. I'm not going right. to resist you. Whatever yeah. you're trying to help me release. Okay. I right. don't need to know what it is, but all right. 
Yeah. Then, like I'm here to accept it and yeah. release it. And yeah, I yeah. like that because I do, I tend to go straight to the analyzing, right? Oh, what sure. does this mean? What is it? What are the specifics? I want to know all the details. <laughs> but that that's third dimension. We don't have to do that anymore. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's my business. People come and want to know why this hurts and I'm fine sure. to tell them, you know, but right. we don't have to do that anymore. We can yeah. just accept it, live in the present. Yeah. Echo Tole, live in the right. present, accept mm-hmm. it. And it's only happening today. We don't know if it'll happen tomorrow. Um, and then just be okay with it and work around it. Yeah. I love that. It's cool. I know. That's amazing. Yeah, you're right. It's like we don't we don't really need all the details anymore. We can just yeah. accept it and let it go. Let it go. Yeah. It's a challenge, but it's it's, it's doable. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I would love to ask you, um, before we uh, round up, but what advice would you give to, you know, uh, people like myself, um, entrepreneurs, spiritual entrepreneurs, you know, people really getting into this space and really feeling that calling to change, right? And and move forward, you know, I feel like you're kind of a pioneer in this and and I would love to know what you Not might... my choice. <laughs> right? <laughs> Not my choice. Yeah. Um, you know, what What advice would you give for, you know, the listeners who are just starting this journey? Um, there's a couple things. So there's mm-hmm. a quote that's on my website that I just love by Gandhi. It's be the change you want to be or you want to see. So, mm-hmm. so start behaving, start thinking. Um, if, if you want someone to be kinder or you want people to not be so aggressive, whatever it is in the world war, then you mm-hmm. exhibit peace. You mm-hmm. exhibit compassion. We show by example. So yeah. be what you want to see your neighbor or your husband or your kids. You show by example. So you show that part of you. Um, the other thing is, uh, tough decisions make with your heart, not your head. And so mm-hmm. I always ask, you know, um, if I wasn't afraid, if I wasn't worried about money, health, uh, the world situation, what someone's going to say about that, if I wasn't afraid, what would I choose? Would I do this or would I do that? So choose with your heart to get out of your fear. Um, oh, mm. the, the heart will say yes, no, I don't know, or not yet. So oh, okay. the, the head will give you excuses. Yeah, but sure. you can't do that because so-and-so is not going to like it or it could bankrupt you or, you know, mm-hmm. um, but your heart will tell you, your soul will answer very quick. Yes, no, not yet. I don't know. Which is when you're getting messages from your spirit, Yeah, you're going to get a quick answer. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. trust your heart, be mm-hmm. the example of who you want to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, Remember that enlightenment or awakening is not something you do. Like a lot of us think, oh, I want to become enlightened. And it's not an achievement. Yeah. It's a beingness. So be in the present moment as much as you can. Focus on your breath several times Mm -hmm. through the day. Be in presence. And then it will happen more naturally because you're retraining. You're training the ego to go backwards and, you know, to go away. Yeah. Yeah. So be in presence, be kind, make decisions from here. And then you'll find more connectedness. Yeah. yeah. More comfort. Yeah. You'll feel more secure in everything you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It works. I love that. I love Thank that. You. Yeah. So true. Um, you know, even like be the change or yeah, be the change you want to see. Um, I think that that's so important because oftentimes we're looking at these external factors and we want it, you know, but really you have to embody it. You have to be it. Right. Mm -hmm. You have to, you have to be that. So if you want your husband to change or your teenager, um, that might be more challenging, but if you want someone around you to change, then you need to change first. And I get clients going, why do I have to be the first person? I go, why not? I go, and maybe yeah. you're the more enlightened one right now. So be the example. It's mm-hmm. okay if you have to lead the way. I've done yeah. it all my life. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> the trailblazer that you did not choose. <laughs> I didn't ask for it. Or maybe I did. I guess I did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's a interesting, you know, topic too, like soul contracts and like, did, did we choose this? You know, did I sign up for this? You know, we did. Yeah. 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 Well, that's another conversation, but we, we I know, right? For yeah. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. Did. yeah. Yeah. Oh, so fascinating. Well, thank you so much, Marla, for being on today. You're can you welcome. share with our guests where they can find you? Um, I have a website that's Marla Mitchell, two L's on the end, MarlaMitchell.com. Okay. Um, my office number, do I give that? My yeah, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. 970-223-3457. Okay. So yep, you can go perfect. to my website. I also, okay. I'm on Facebook. I do uh, short videos, uh, yes. just inspirational videos. I also do some other things. It, it's my Facebook page is more of just a business okay. page, but um, I do okay. sometimes put some personal things out there, but yeah. Perfect. Yes. And oh, Instagram um, too. Yeah. Instagram too. Perfect. Is that Marla Mitchell? That's Marla Mitchell. I think it's 11. Marla Mitchell okay. 11. Perfect. Um, and we'll put it up. We'll put it in the show notes as well. So okay. everybody can find you. And um, do you do, um, are most of your sessions in person or do you do virtual as well? I do both. both. Um, okay. During COVID, I did most most um, through phone. Um, okay. But now, you know, I, I do both. I like phone and in person. Most people prefer in person mm-hmm. because they, I don't know, they like my energy. I like their energy. I, I like the one-on-one. Yeah, but I, yeah, I do both. I have clients in Hawaii. I have one client in the Netherlands. Um, I've got clients all over the United States, so I can do distance. Yeah, amazing, wonderful. Yeah. Well, it's been such a pleasure to have you on here. Thank you for Great. sharing all your insights. Yes. We could talk for hours. <laughs> I know. Well, we'll definitely put another one on the books. This is great. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Marla. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed my interview with Marla as much as I did. To connect with Marla or book a session or even a class, go to MarlaMitchell.com. That is M-A-R-L-A-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L.com. You can also find her on Instagram at MarlaMitchell11. I will put all of her information in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. And as always, if you liked this episode, please leave a review with your favorite takeaway and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Have an abundant week, my friends. Thank you.